Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. To our new listeners, welcome. To our old listeners, welcome back. Another episode of Magical Education awaits you. But first, we would like to say a few words. Nitwit, blubber, oddment, tweak. Podcast nine and three quarters topic of the week is... What if never was the chosen one? Part 7. Hi listeners, I'm Rhea. And I'm Jem, and welcome back to Never Longbottom and the Deathly Hallows. Oh, everyone place your bets now on how you think this is going to end with Neville winning or Voldemort. <laughs> I'm leaning so hard towards Voldemort, but genuinely, Same. I didn't think we would make it this far. I, I thought did Neville was not. done for books ago. Same. So I'm really, I am leaning towards Voldemort, but I think we may be surprised and I'm be. very excited to see what happens. It is incredible how much plot armor <laughs> being the chosen one gives you. Yeah. I genuinely thought Neville was going to be dead so long ago, but just by just by putting him in Harry's shoes, he automatically gets over so many hurdles that should have killed him. Mm, it's incredible. Mm. Okay. Okay. So, fucking hell. Okay. <laughs> so, Ron's dead. Harry's dead. Dumbledore's dead. Neville. Gran's dead. Dumbledore's dead. Sirius is dead, but several times okay. ago, Gran's dead. Neville, Hermione, Ginny are the only ones who know about the Horcruxes. Yeah. They're going on the Horcrux hunt, then they're going to kill Voldemort. The only clue they have is everything that Neville learned from Dumbledore's sessions and the fake locket with the RAB note. They have no idea who mm-hmm. RAB is. We don't know how they're going to find that out. <laughs> yes. How are they going to get Slytherin's locket? That's going to be our first hurdle. But let's let's click through some of the opening scenes just because... Yeah. That makes sense. Everything that happens with the Voldemort, that's fine. <laughs> the Voldemort. <laughs> Everything that happens with the first chapter from Voldemort's perspective, it's exactly the same. Yeah, sure. Uh, Harry's packing up his shit and moving away from the Dursleys, and it's the Seven Potters' plan. Fuck all that. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Doesn't matter. <laughs> Neville starts the year at the Order of the Phoenix headquarters. Mm-hmm. He's not going anywhere else. Yeah. It- Bill and Fleur's wedding. <laughs> okay. Yes. I feel like that's got to happen, right? Yeah, I mean... Yes, okay. Ginny's definitely going to that, if nothing else. And I feel like Neville and Hermione are like, basically the same thought that Harry has at the end of book six. It's like, we do this wedding, yeah. then we leave. Okay. So is the wedding happening at the burrow or at the safe house, at the Potter place? I imagine it's happening at the burrow. Yeah, because that's the family home, of course. Because that's the family home, yeah. And like, a wedding isn't what you would really think of as like a high-risk target for Death Eater attack. Yeah. There would still be a lot of security measures in place, of course, but mm-hmm. yeah. Neville would be in Polyjuice Potion. Luna would mm-hmm. recognize him instantly. Of course. <laughs> That's very romantic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about 
Like, Hermione is going to obliviate her parents and send them away. Of course she is. If she didn't do it years ago, as I suspect in canon, she sent them away at the end of book four. Yeah, she might have, to be real. So is Ginny going to do the ghoul in the attic plan? Um, I suppose so. The fact that, Mm. obviously, like, Mrs. Weasley suspects that Ron and stuff are heading off to do something, but she can't really stop Ron from doing that. Because he's an adult. Because he's 17. Ginny is 16. Yeah. So, and she, we know from the canon that she will go to any lengths to stop Ginny getting involved in these plans. So Mm -hmm. are they they're gonna fucking fight their way out like what's gonna happen with that i think Ginny says nothing about going off with neville and hermione to her mum. she says it only to fred and george and she gets oh, fred okay. and george to help her with the ghoul in the pajamas plan and all of it's mm-hmm. hidden from mr and mrs weasley and they don't know that Ginny's leaving until she's gone oof brutal okay yeah, truly brutal but also like fred and george just lost mm. their little brother as well and i bet she leaves them a long note yeah she leaves them a long yeah. letter saying basically i had to do this i'm doing it for ron yeah like hopefully i'll see you at the end of this and voldemort will be dead and everything will be good burn this letter after you read it (laughs) burn after reading yeah yeah oh god ah okay the will reading of albus dumbledore okay well (sighs) wild would he have changed the will after ron died (laughs) (laughs) he he, he must have he must have changed the will yeah he would have because ron died like early enough that dumbledore would have had time to do some admin (laughs) yeah jesus i've got to remember lillian james is still fucking kicking around in this and and lupin i think that's how that's the only connection we're gonna have to rab is those three yeah Yeah. and they knew that dumbledore was dying so that's the other thing i feel like dumbledore didn't so much write things in his will as he gave instructions to members of the order of the phoenix as to what he wanted to happen on his on the occasion of his death he's like get these items give them to neville and hermione and ron Eh, just neville now so does that mean that they already have the sword they don't need to go through a rigmarole i think so i think dumbledore is like as soon as i'm dead minerva take the sword out of my office and give it to neville i think she i think he got it at the end of last year that's that's a big thing okay that's a huge thing but it's also necessary because we don't have snape so (laughs) yeah I mean, it, it makes sense, though. Like, if, if, like, he had these people who knew he was dying, he would make the arrangements through them. Mm-hmm. And McGonagall would have been ready to take over the school and ready to take over command of the Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone would have been braced for his death. Right, okay. Yeah, which is something we started, we established at the beginning of last episode, but we didn't acknowledge it at the end. What does he hide the stone in? Because he hides it in the snitch for Harry, but Neville is not a seeker. Great question. It's got to be something that Neville's going to put in his mouth. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> but only at it's the right moment. It's got to be something that Neville, only Neville can open properly. And like only Neville can access, so it's completely safe. Yeah. Can't he just fucking give him the ring? Does it have to be hidden? Yeah, I don't know. I guess he could just give him the ring. Yeah. Like, why didn't Dumbledore just give Harry the ring? If it was because he didn't want Harry to get caught up in, like, the magic of the ring and, like, tricked by it, he only wanted him to have the option to use it, not the temptation to use it. The stone, you mean? Yeah. The stone, yeah. Ring, stone, whatever. I guess. And I guess, like, he knew that the Hallows would come up and I guess he didn't want to tempt Harry towards that path. Mm. He gives Hermione the Tales of Beetle the Bard book so she can figure out the Hallows thing. Yes. I think he still does that. And then I guess he bequeaths the fucking Deluminator onto Ginny now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Just <God>. because. <laughs> yeah. 
the most important thing is that Neville's got the sword. I feel like maybe Dumbledore just gives him like a locked box or some shit and is like, oh, this will only open when you most need it to. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like password activated or whatever. <laughs> like at some yeah. point it's just going to open. It says I open up the clothes, but the fuck that means. <laughs> so, yeah. It's the All same right. thing. Like Harry has to say, I'm going to die before yeah. the snitch will open up. It's not like it opens up when he kisses it. <laughs> no. <laughs> it just takes him a while to figure it out. So it's the same thing. It's just not a snitch. It's just a regular box. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Okay. Then it's the wedding. The wedding's exactly the same, except a little bit sadder because Ron's dead. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so grim. There's cool information that they learn about, like, goblin-made items and shit, which they already know because they're not Harry, Oblivious Potter. Yeah. The Ministry has fallen, Scrimgore's dead, they're coming, they have to go on the run. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Harry, Ron, and Hermione flee to 12 Grimald Place. I don't think they do that. No. Where the fuck do they go? <laughs> I was thinking Neville's Gran's house? Mm, yeah yeah like put up a bunch of protective charms there obviously it's just a stopover like they know they can't stay there forever they can't go to the order of the phoenix headquarters which in our version is the potter house and is still secure yeah because they're deliberate they're trying to like go on the run from the order as well yeah so i suppose yeah they go to neville's grand's house which is i guess abandoned now and now here is where we hit our first major snag because Harry, Ron, and Hermione get, like, Creature's Tale and learn about Regulus yeah. R. Curtis Black and, like, figure out the location of the first Horcrux. Here's our first massive problem. They don't have any of the information to do that. I think our first massive problem is, like, one of the reasons why they're so safe at Grimmauld Place isn't because, like, maybe Grimmauld Place was charmed up and stuff like that. I mm. think it's because Grimmauld Place is kind of unplottable. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it's an ancient building. Mm. And, like... We don't know, like, Neville's grand's house isn't. It just isn't. It's a house. It has mm. protective enchantments around it, like any wizard house would, where you can't just, like, operate into it. But you yeah. can still see it, and unless they find a way to physically change that sort of magical architecture, there's not going to be no way that they can stay there safely the same way that they do. Because yeah. they don't know about the Voldemort name taboo yet. So they're still saying Voldemort's name, or Neville is. Mm-hmm. Unless is Neville... We never established this. Does Neville say Voldemort? Yeah, we thought I thought about that earlier, but forgot to bring it up. I don't know that he would. Yeah, because he's raised in the wizard world. Yeah, Harry doesn't have the ingrained taboo of it. Like, mm. basically, as soon as he figures out, oh, you know, Dumbledore says the name because he wants to fuck Voldemort off. He's like, well, yeah. oh, I'm going to look up to my hero Dumbledore and do the same thing. I think Neville being raised by Gran. Yeah would have always said you know who and also because you know he's a public figure he can't just go around saying voldemort and expect that people will just be okay with it Mm. he has to sort of appease that so like yeah yeah, okay maybe that taboo trace thing is not a problem for them then because if that was a problem then they would be dead instantly because Mm. the death is be constantly at their house just trying to break yeah i like maybe dumbledore tried to encourage him to use the name voldemort but i think like Harry makes a point of always saying Voldemort, mm-hmm. and that fact is what leads to the taboo and the trace. I don't think Neville makes a point of it, at least not very, very publicly. Mm. So maybe the taboo like isn't even a thing. Yeah, interesting. I think actually, like maybe the idea that they flee to Gran's house is like a first instinct, but then they're like, no, we can't stay here. Yeah. Like Neville, 
Death Eaters will look for us here. I think they just go on the run. They just start their camping journey sooner mm-hmm. than the original trio do. Unless who should show up first but Lily or Remus or James. Because they would have suspected that the first place that they went would be Nan's house. Yeah. So then that could be our only possible link to RAV. <laughs> only possible. Okay. But there's no way yeah. that they would share that information with them because they, don't, they can't share that information about Horcruxes with anyone else. Oh, okay. Here we go. We're going to take Lupin, Lupin's role in the original story and transplant James in there. Okay. So Lupin's like, take me with you. Like, I know you've got some sort of hunt going on, like some sort of task you're doing. Let me help. And mm-hmm. Harry's like, no, go back to your wife and child. <laughs> I think James is like, I want to help you. I want to come with you. Mm, I want to avenge Harry, you know. I yeah. can help. Like, you know, I'm an adult. Maybe they're quite convinced by this and they don't say anything about Horcruxes. They just say, does the name R-A-B, does the letters R-A-B mean anything to you? I think if they show him, maybe not the the locket, but the note from inside of the locket, yeah. like the phrasing of... Like, I used to serve you, but now I've turned on you. I hope you'll be mortal again one day. Maybe. Maybe James can make the leap to its Regulus. Because, yeah, obviously James would have known about Regulus because Mm -hmm. James was best friend with Sirius. And it was a mystery what happened to Regulus. He just disappeared and died during the war. I think James would have known that Regulus was a Death Eater. yeah. Yeah. I think, like, Sirius... Sirius wasn't, like, consumed with what happened to his brother. He's just, like, he died in the service of Voldemort. You know, he got in too deep. It was his own fault. Yeah. But I think Sirius would have wanted to know what happened to his brother, and it would have bothered him that he never found out. And James would have known about that. Yeah, so that is the only possible way we can do this, right? Yeah, I think so. And I think it's reasonable enough to believe. We've changed the story enough that it's credible. Yeah. And even, like, even if it wasn't James and it was still Lupin, could work the same way. Yeah, it could work the same way. I just like the idea of using James because, you know, Mm. we brought him back. (laughs) May as well play with him. (laughs) Okay. So I don't think they agree to, like, take him along with the hunt, but they're like, help us with this. Mm. And then, hmm. So maybe they're like, okay, Regulus, Black. Maybe we go to 12 Grimoire Place. (laughs) Yeah. I was pushing for Sirius sold that place or maybe, like, sealed it up and, like, left it. So maybe James can get them in. Hmm. Do you think Creature's still there with the locket? Um, I don't think so. Because I've said previously, I think Sirius got rid of Creature. Yeah, so I don't think he's still there. But if Sirius got rid of Creature, surely he would have taken his precious locket. Yeah, like the thing that he died for. Yeah. So where the fuck is Creature? (laughs) We have to make a decision. It depends. Is he so loyal to the Black family that even after he was freed... Like, basically, as as soon as Sirius died, he came back to the house and just kept living there. Or did he go and, like, pledge himself to the... Not pledge himself. Did he go and get enslaved by another family? There's three possibilities. He was sold off to another family by Sirius, stayed there. He was sold off to another family by Sirius, returned to Grimwell Place once Sirius died. Mm-hmm. Or he was sold off to another family by Sirius, defected, and went to Narcissa and, um... Pet Bellatrix Lestrange. I feel like that's what he would have done. That seems the most likely yeah, to me. So that's where he is. <laughs> Upon Sirius dying and Bellatrix being released from Azkaban, he would have gone to Narcissa and Bellatrix. So he's probably at Malfoy Manor or something like Does that. Does he have the locket with him? I imagine he would take that locket with him anywhere. 
Okay. But does Bellatrix and Narcissa know about it? No, I don't think anyone knows about the no. locket except Creature. Yes, and he doesn't <laughs> tell anyone ever. Oh my god. Okay. So, this is this is okay. Because eventually we're going to end up at Malfoy Manor and that's going to give us an opportunity yeah. to access Creature. Okay. So we can just put a big pin in this story point for now. Mm-hmm. There's no ministry break-in because Dum- Dolores doesn't steal the locket. So that is all yeah. doesn't matter. So I think they spend a fair amount of time basically tearing apart 12 Grimmauld Place, looking for any clue, anything mm-hmm. about Regulus, anything about the locket, and eventually they have to give up. Yeah. Okay, and then they move on. And what do they start doing from there? Hit the road. They know that there's a cup, they know it's something of Ravenclaw's, they know it's something maybe of Gryffindor's? Is that, what is it? It's, okay, oh, we should get up a <laughs> list of the lockets. Actually... Yes. Let me literally write down the Horcruxes because I don't remember them. <laughs> yeah. Harry suspects one of them will be at Hogwarts. Yeah. He knows that there'll be something it's... of Ravenclaws. Cup. Something of Gryffindors or Ravenclaws. Don't know what it is. Snake. Locket. Nagini. Nagini. Mm-hmm. There should be seven. The ring is already destroyed. The diary, the diary is, already is already destroyed. One, two, three, four, five, six. We're missing one. No, wait. Is it six Horcruxes yeah. and then the last piece of soul is inside yeah. of So they just Voldemort? think they've got to find those things. Cool. And then there's yeah. the secret Horcrux, which is never... Yeah, the real Horcrux the friends you make along the way. Yeah. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so they have lost the locket, have no leads on that. So they're looking for the cup or Gryffindor or Ravenclaws either. Yeah. Okay. So I think they basically just spend a long time going around the countryside. <laughs> yeah. Because Neville, sorry, Harry, Ron, and Hermione never really get a lead on the cup or Gryffindor or no. Ravenclaws thing until they get captured and get taken to Malfoy Manor. Yeah. Do they um, have a fight and split up? No, that's because of the locket. So no, they're all together. There's no reason that they would split up. Yeah. Do they all go to Godric's Hollow? Mm-hmm. No, because there's no connection to Godric's yeah. Hollow. <laughs> no. Yeah, because they're not Harry. So there's no, like, maybe they think that Dumbledore left some sort of clue there, but I think the only reason that Harry really thinks that is because he's got this deeply ingrained, like, sense that Dumbledore has Mm -hmm. left all the answers, and if only he can interpret Dumbledore's cryptic riddles, he'll get it. I think Neville is a little bit more grounded in the idea that, like, Dumbledore gave me all the information he had. Yeah. If he had known where the other Horcruxes were, he wouldn't have left it for me like breadcrumbs to be found. He would have told me. Yeah. So I think, like, sorry, I'm just skipping over a lot of stuff here because, like, everything to do with the Ministry of Magic is done. Everything to do with their camping adventure. Everything to do with Dumbledore, with Ron leaving. Hallows. And Godric's Hollow. Bethilda Bagshot. None of this happens. Hallows. Hermione figures out the Hallows thing, maybe? Yes. Okay. Does that lead them? I think she does. does. that lead them to the love goods and then the realization that Luna's been kidnapped? Yes. Oh, that would be devastating. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there's no reason for them to go to Godric's Hollow, but Hermione is reading the tales of Beatty the Bard, and they go to the love goods mm-hmm. house. But they only get the book from Rita Skeeters that has the Albus signature with the Deathly Hallows symbol in it. So unless they get that book from somewhere else, mm. the Rita Skeeter book from Bethilda Bagshot's house, so. If they don't go to Godric's Hollow, they don't get that book, which makes that extra connection to Dumbledore and the Hallows and all this sort of stuff. Mm. The symbol. Okay. Well. He's having visions about Grigorovich okay. and a wand, though, so he knows that that has something to do with it. He's heard from 
um, Victor Crumb, then it's Grigorovich's mark. Mm-hmm. So he might be thinking this is something to do with the wands. Yeah, he saw the Deathly Hallows symbol around Lovegood's neck. Yep. And he heard that it was, yeah, not Grigorovich. It was, um, what's his name? Grindelwald's yes. mark. Yes, Grindelwald's mark. Yeah. So he's got clues and bits and pieces here. And I think, like, Dumbledore is hinting us towards the Hallows is enough for them to look into it, especially when they have nothing else to go on. Yeah. I think Ginny is getting incredibly frustrated with this. Yeah. But I also think that, like, Neville and Hermione have spent a lot of time putting mysteries together over the past couple of years. And I think even if they're getting nowhere, like, they're committed to this. Mm -hmm. So they're still, like, dedicated to this hunt. And, like, we just have to keep investigating. Eventually we'll figure something out. Yeah. So they end up with the love goods. Mm Mm-hmm. Xenophilius doesn't use the taboo to attract the Death Eaters, but I guess he contacts them in another way. Yeah, yeah. So, yes, obviously he's desperate for his daughter back. I think Neville realises a lot faster than Harry did that there's something wrong with the fact that Luna isn't there. Yeah, because he would have been looking for Luna. This would have been a chance. He would have seen her at the wedding and reconnected Mm. with her and, like, taken the opportunity to meet her dad. Mm -hmm. And, like, he would have been straight away, like, where's Luna? Why isn't she here? What's going on? So they managed to make their escape... They have the cloak, right? We've established that um, someone would have given them the cloak. I think James gives them the cloak when he's like, take me on the hunt with you. Yeah. And it's like, and they're like, no. And he's like, well, at least take this. Yeah. Take my help with the locket and this cloak that I gave to my son. They're able to escape with Hermione covering Ginny with the cloak and then showing Neville's face and then they get out of there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So at this point, Harry becomes obsessed with finding the Hallows. Do you think Neville is equally as obsessed with the Hallows or not? He might latch onto it because so far the Horcrux hunt is leading him absolutely nowhere. And it's been and he months. might be like he might be like, This is this is maybe it. This is maybe what Dumbledore was intending, but he just didn't have enough time to tell me. Yeah. Maybe he does latch onto it a bit more than Harry. Yeah. This is the part where like Ron yeah. figures out the Potter Watch broadcast, but do you think that we get a similar moment where Ginny leaves the hunt because she's so frustrated no. or not? I don't think so. Okay. No. Yeah, because I think, like, Ron was very influenced by the Hall- the Horcrux when he left. Yeah. Like, we basically know as soon as he gets away from them and has, like, a solid night's sleep, he's like, okay, that was a terrible mistake, and he tries to get back to them the whole time, but can't do so. Yeah. So I think even if Ginny, like, storms off once, I don't think she actually leaves the group. Oh, never. No. Yeah. She's, like, she's lost her brother. Yeah. She's not leaving. Even if this is going nowhere, she's like, whatever. Yeah, she hasn't been affected by Horcrux, and she hasn't been seriously injured. So these things aren't mm-hmm. affecting her mood. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot Ron was injured as well, because mm. the raid on the Ministry never happened. Yeah. Okay, so they would have no way to know about Potter Watch. They, had, they are basically getting no information from the outside world <laughs> unless they're trying to connect with members of the Order, and I think they're not doing that at all. Okay. How do they get caught? So do we think that Taboo is not in effect at all or that it just hasn't come up? I mean, you argued it's not in effect at all if it's not, not something that Neville would be saying. Yeah. If it's not something that Neville's known for, that he's made a point of doing in public, I don't think it's really a thing. Like, maybe they think of doing it, but the whole, like, I defy Voldemort, I say your name, like, that's something that Harry championed mm. and others started parroting. Yeah, and that's that's died with Dumbledore. Dumbledore was the only other person who said his name. Yeah. So I don't think the taboo is really a thing at all. Yeah. I just don't think it's there. So either they just don't get caught or eventually they just slip up in some sort of way. It could be that, I was going to say, they try and break into Gringotts sooner 
if they suspect mm. there's something at Gringotts. And that involves in them getting caught. <laughs> yeah. So they do have the moment where, oh, this will be rough. They see, like, Tonks' mm. dad and the goblins and Dean Thomas on the run. And yes. I think that really affects Ginny because she and Dean had something going on. Yeah. And they overhear, they overhear something being moved into the vaults. Or wait, was that the Sword of Gryffindor? Yeah, Sword of Gryffindor, a fake, is in Bellatrix the Stranger's vault. Maybe that is still the case because maybe McGonagall yeah. switched out the Sword of Gryffindor for a fake. Yeah. And when Hogwarts fell, it was taken into Gringotts. Why would Hogwarts fall? Oh yeah, would it? Well, that's what happens in the canon books. The Ministry falls, and then Hogwarts is taken over as well. Okay, yeah, fair enough. I was going to say, because Snape isn't headmaster, because Snape's dead. Yeah, but just other Death Eaters. Maybe Bellatrix, the Carrows. But they'd have to full-on infiltrate the castle. It's not like they're already there. They'd have to attack the castle and get in. Well, the Ministry gets taken over, so you would just have whoever is the Minister of Magic, who I think is literally a Death Eater, would be like, I am electing a new headmaster. Okay. And they just elect a Death Eater headmaster, and that's how Hogwarts gets taken over. But how did they get into the school? They walked through the gates. <laughs> Surely that's not happening because, like, M- Minerva would have, like, fucking put up a fight and, like, so would have the other teachers. Well, how did Snape get into the school? Because he fled at the end of book six and then at book seven he's there again. Uh, I thought that, like, by the time the ministry's taken over he's already at the school. But, like, it's not like Minerva would have just let him in because he's mm. the one who killed Dumbledore. Right, yeah, sorry, you're right. Yeah, yeah. okay. It's the yeah. takeover of the ministry that leads to yeah. the takeover of everything else. Yeah, okay, fair enough. And yeah, Minerva is not like... Willing to risk the lives of the students. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Minerva, I guess in canon and in this, takes over as head of the Order of the Phoenix. Mm-hmm. But the way that wars are fought in the wizarding world isn't really like, okay, we have like a battle line here. It's like we're all sort of getting along with our regular lives and then raging a secret espionage war against each other. Right, yeah. I don't okay. know why, but that's the way that it is. So I don't <laughs> It's think, girl world. <laughs> yeah. I don't think McGonagall is like, you know, Hogwarts, the last safe house, the bastion for everyone who's standing up against Voldemort. Mm-hmm. Because that's not what happens in canon. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Hmm. So they learn that the sword in Bellatrix's vault is a fake. They already know that and they have the yeah. real sword with them. So that's not suspicious. I mean, but if they if they learn... Sorry, they have the real sword with them. That's fine. But if they learn that there's a fake sword in Bellatrix's vault, would that not twinge their suspicions to be like, maybe there's something else in Bellatrix's vault? I don't think so. Why would it? Because like, surely if the vault is safe enough... Have they figured out that the sword kills Horcruxes? Yes. Have they? Yeah. Here's how Harry figures it out. When they get arrested and are taken to Malfoy Manor, Bellatrix loses her fucking mind when she sees the sword of Gryffindor. And she's like, if they've gotten into my vault, we need to know. And that's when Harry's like, there's a Horcrux in there. Because she was so terrified of Voldemort figuring out that the vault had been compromised. Right. So it needs to be something like that to help them figure it out. So I think at some point, like, they're three scared teenagers on the run. They're just going to slip up. They're just going to slip up and get caught somehow. I mean, that's what happens in canon, too. They do slip up, but it's just in a different way. Yeah. It's not the taboo, but it's something. Like, they're Mm -hmm. lax on the shields one night, or they they apparate into the middle of a place where there's already snatchers, because snatchers are roaming the countryside. Like, they just slip up, and they just get arrested and taken to Malfoy Manor. Okay. Okay. 
And when they're there, the same thing happens again. Bellatrix sees the sword. Flips out. Loses her fucking mind. It's time to torture Hermione for information. Neville and Ginny both get thrown into the dungeons. They find Luna. Who else is there? Ollivander as well. And um, Griphook. And Griphook. Instead of Peter Pettigrew being sent down to them, I think it's Creature. Hmm, okay. What, what happened to Peter Pettigrew? <laughs> what happened to Peter Pettigrew? He's just not a very important guy because he's not really connected to any of them. <laughs> I think he's just there and serving as a Death Eater now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have no strong feelings about Peter Pettigrew. All right. How Now we've got Creature here. Mm-hmm. How are we going to get them to the locket? <sighs> okay. <laughs> Do they know who Creature is? Or are they just like, this is a house elf? There's no way they would know who Creature is. I don't think James would have explained about Creature. But Luna would, like, call Creature by name. Because I bet Luna, while she's been trapped down there, and Housel has been serving her food, mm-hmm. she's like, what's your name? Yeah. So Luna would call him Creature. Mm-hmm. So With that tweak, anything in the minds of the trio. <laughs> well, maybe it's Luna who's managed to bond with him during the time that she's been there. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So Regulus's dying thing was like, I'm going to take this Lockhart, this Lockhart, I'm going to take this locket from Voldemort, Creature, destroy it. So Creature knows that his last act was to defy Voldemort. Mm -hmm. He still wants to serve the Black family, of course, because Mm -hmm. he's still racist, but he doesn't want to serve Voldemort because that was Regulus's dying thing. So, so he goes to the Black family thinking that this would be good. Like, he's, it's what he wants. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> now they're in servitude to Voldemort and Voldemort's in the house that he's working in and he hates it. Yeah. So he bonds with Luna because Luna is kind to him. And we know yeah. that if you're kind to Creature, it completely rewrites his personality because that's what happens in book seven. Oh my God. Okay. It's, it's fitting together. Okay. It's coming together. <laughs> so when Luna tells him it's okay, don't be afraid of Voldemort. Neville Longbottom, my beloved, is going to defeat him. Mm-hmm. Creature is like ready and waiting. So when Neville shows up and gets thrown in the dungeons with Creature, with Luna... Creature trusts him enough to give him the locket. Oh my god, we did it. He just hands it over. Okay. Perfect. Yes, we've done it! Fuck yeah! And then Creature is also the house elf to get them out. Yes. Because Aberforth is... Is Aberforth dead? (laughs) Did we kill him in book three? (laughs) Because he's the one that sends Dobby. (laughs) (laughs) Did we kill Aberforth? Snape took over Aberforth's life for a while, and then we just never resolved that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's dead or if like Dumbledore went and saved him, but I don't think it matters because the reason why Harry was in contact with Aberforth was because of Sirius's mirrors that yep. got sold Doesn't to Mondongus, blah, blah, blah. A bunch of yeah. plot threads that didn't happen in our version. Yeah. Okay. So Creature is the house elf that gets them out and the house elf that dies. Okay. Dobby's fine and safe in our version. Hooray. Yeah. His last final words are like, you destroy the locket for my master Regulus and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. Like, maybe his dying thing is, like, handing the locket over. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, Creature gets them out. Do they go to Shell Cottage? Or do they just go back to the Order of the Phoenix headquarters? Because it's the only safe place they know. Or they go to the burrow or something? I don't see why they would go to Shell Cottage. Because the reason they went there is because Ron spent some time there. Um, They can't go back there. Maybe Ginny knows about it. Maybe Ginny knows about it. They can't go back there, though, because the likelihood that Bill would just tell Mrs. Weasley that Ginny's here. Because Bill's probably very worried about Ginny as well. It might still be their best bet, though. Might be, like, the only place they can think of. 
Yeah, or they could just go fucking into the middle of nowhere again. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Let's make a decision. Um, Let's say Shell Cottage. Okay. Let's not make it harder than it has to be on ourselves. <laughs> so, Creature gets Luna, Ollivander. Yeah. Everybody out to Shell Cottage. They do the same thing. They storm up the stairs. Peter Pettigrew yep. isn't there. We don't care about him. He's somewhere else. Neville gets the wands off Malfoy yep. and becomes the master of the Elder Wand. Yeah. Yes. No reason to think that wouldn't happen. Hermione saved. <laughs> Fuck Bellatrix. Neville probably tries to attack her because he <laughs> yeah. hates her because she killed Dumbledore. <laughs> Creature swoops in, gets all three of them out cops a yep. knife to the chest or whatever happens and then like in his dying moments presses the locket into Neville's hand and is like destroy this for my master Regulus <laughs> dead R.I.P. Neville's like that was really sad let's bury this gnome or whatever the fuck <laughs> <it> is <laughs> let's bury this fucking E.T. anyway let's bury this guy I'm not particularly attached to okay cool then they can straight up oh, just destroy the locket. So the locket's done. We're like so far into the book, one Horcrux down, but whatever. We're yeah. at least tied with Harry, Ron, and Hermione. Okay. Okay. But. From this, I think they know Bellatrix Lestrange's vault. Yeah, they understand there's a Horcrux yeah. in there. Oh, also the Goblin yeah. Grip Hook. I forgot that he was yeah, in prison there as well. Too. Got yeah. him out as well. And Dean Thomas? Yeah. Yeah, he's there too. He's not there in yeah, the movie. Dean but, Thomas yeah, was there. there. Yeah. I forgot, but he's there. Him and Griphook. Yes. Um, Ted Tonk's dead. Don't care. He's not He's not a friend of ours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They're at Shell Cottage. Ginny's happy because Dean Thomas is there. Yeah. Neville's a bit happy because Luna's there. I guess we've decided they're BFFs forever. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now, like, Neville's got his big moment of... This is it. Horcruxes or Hallows? Which do I decide? Blah, blah, blah. I think he makes the same choice as Harry. Yeah. Like, Horcruxes is a solid thing. Hallows is like a dream. He doesn't know what's yeah. going on with that. He's on He's on a roll. He's yeah. on a roll. So they find out about the Horcruxes. They find out about the Hallows. Sorry. They find out all about the Hallows, but the important mm. thing is they know the location of the next Horcrux. I fucking forgot the name of the bank. What's it called? Gringotts. <laughs> Gringotts. I was, I was like, Grindelwald, Gripple, <laughs> Gregorovich. Going through all the Gs. <laughs> Gringotts, the wizard bank. Yeah. Ain't no so they plan their heist of the bank. I imagine that goes largely the same mm-hmm. as in canon. Yeah, okay. No real differences other than the fact that we've swapped out Harry and Ron for Ginny and Neville. <laughs> Hermione, the MVP. She's going to make it all the way through. Oh my god. Okay. Escape via Dragonback. At this point, they just destroy the cup, right? Because they've still got Gryffindor's sword. They didn't lose it in the manor. Do, no, do they make the deal with Griphook where they lose the sword? Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, because okay. Griphook betrays them. I don't think Griphook has any reason to cooperate with them without making that deal. Yeah, so I think it's the same. Yeah. There's no reason why it would help them any other way. So they have to okay. give up the sword in order to get the cup. And Yeah. So they lose the sword, they've got the yeah. cup. Okay. And this is where Neville has his horrible dragon back vision that's like Voldemort realizing, mm-hmm. oh no, Horcruxes, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Now we're in the end game. Now it's time to go to Hogwarts and find the final Horcrux that's yeah. there. Okay. <sighs> How are they going to get into Hogwarts? Why did we decide to kill Aberforth right before he was necessary to the plot? 
we didn't decide to kill him. We just decided that Snape used his hair for Polyjuice Potion. So he had to have been keeping him alive. Because we... Mm-hmm. Apparently, we know we can't just take someone's dead hair and use it for Polyjuice Potion. Because otherwise, apparently. why wouldn't Madai Moody be dead? So he was keeping him alive. So maybe he was confunded and used for a bit, but he's probably still kicking. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... <sighs> No time to waste. No time like the present. They apparate into Hogsmeade, get caught, mm-hmm. Dumbledore, blah, blah, blah. Do we get the history about Dumbledore and then take the tunnel into Hogwarts? I don't see why not. Who's who's coming out of the tunnel? Because who's the Neville yeah. in this scenario? Yeah. <laughs> is well, it like, not Neville. Is it Seamus? <laughs> I was thinking that like the person who's leading the resistance at Hogwarts would be either Ginny or Luna, but we've moved both of those in the story. Mm-hmm. How about, let's make it Cho Chang. Hells yeah. I'm a big fan of Seamus, or Cho Chang. Also good for that. Mm. Whoever was involved... No, Cho Chang would have graduated by now. She would still oh, be yeah. at Hogwarts. She still be there. Seamus. Seamus, so, I guess. Yeah. Whoever was still on the... in As part of Potter's army, and is still at the school, yeah. they're the ones who are leading the rebellion. And who have connected with Dumbledore. Yeah. Ab- Aberforth, I should say, because they needed food, because of room requirement, blah, 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 blah. Same as in canon. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Is Luna with them at this point? No. Luna and Dean would have stayed at Shell Cottage. Same as in canon. Yes. So. Yeah. And they'll show up later with the yes. reinforcements. They get into the school. So at this point, everyone is there. They're like, this is it. It's time to fight. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. Harry is very resistant to this in canon. What do you think Neville's reaction is? Fucking let's fuck around and find out. Let's do it. <laughs> I reckon yeah. he's very much like, yep, you guys are ready. That's what I think as well. Yeah. Like, we've prepared Neville a lot better than Harry was. Mm. And I also think this is it. Voldemort's, Voldemort knows they're after the Horcruxes. So they are running out of time. And they know that this is the location of the final Horcrux. Once they find it, destroy it, the cup, and Nagini. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all happening tonight. There's not going to be another time. So I feel like he's like, this yeah. is it. We're doing this for Harry. We're doing this for Ron. I very much feel like Harry has this thing where it's like... I don't want anyone to die for me. And that means anyone who helps me would die for me. I feel like Neville has never yeah. had that. Sure, his parents died to save him, but he, Neville has always had that support network that has helped him his whole life and been there mm. and supported him. And even though many of them have lost their lives doing so, I think he still has that integral like feeling of unity and love. And like, I would do the yeah. same for them and they would do the same for me. And it's like an understanding, like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We didn't give Neville that same sort of savior complex that Harry has. No. And I feel like... Neville, I, yeah. yeah. Neville, I think, sees his life as like, I, I am living now to help, to stop what happened to me happening to anyone yeah. else. And if I can't do that, I'll give my life to stop it from yeah. happening anyway. Like, that's his Our vibe. Neville has been raised <laughs> with the idea that you are the most special boy in the world because you're going to defeat Voldemort. And I think he's committed yeah. to that from a very young age. So when people mm-hmm. like Harry and Gran die, it's not like they died to f- save me and that was a failing on my part. It was like, mm. this is part of like the great purpose of my life. This is part of the fate of things. Mm-hmm. And it's a terrible tragedy and stuff, but... And he must blame himself on some level, but he's still yeah, like... Yeah, he blames himself, but I don't think mm. it's like... Oh, if only I died instead of them. He's like, this was a necessary cost. I think he has an equality aspect to it where it's like, if they were in my position, I would have died for them too. Like, I think he just has that knowledge in his brain. He's like, and especially when it comes to Gran, he knew that Gran was willing to die for him if necessary at any moment. Of course. So like, yeah. Yeah. And like, obviously that doesn't mean that he mourns her any less or that he's any less ruined over the various deaths that have occurred. 
because he is but i just don't think he's got this whole mm. nobody else is allowed to be in danger except for me attitude yeah which harry has but no which harry has i think neville is like understanding the world's dangerous and you need to fight anyway like yeah like harry had if harry could have gone on the horcrux hunt alone and not taken hermione and run with him he would have done that yeah the only reason he didn't is because they didn't give him the option yeah. i think it never occurred to neville that he would do it without hermione yep like he was always like no i need people on my side to get this done yeah yeah okay so anyway <laughs> psychology deviation aside now it's like, okay, we're getting out our coins, we're calling in Potter's army, we're calling in the Order of the Phoenix, mm. this is it, Voldemort's coming here, and we're battling him. Okay. Whew, alright. <laughs> so. So obviously, Neville would use Luna to go looking in Ravenclaw Common Room, right? Yeah. I feel like he also sends people out to, like, go to Professor McGonagall's office, go to Professor Remus, Professor Lupin's office... Like, I feel like yeah. he's already looking for allies if he knows this is the final battle. He's not thinking, let's get in and out without anyone knowing I'm here. He's like, it's time no, to take yeah. the castle back, take back the night. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like a lot of this is very true to where Neville is in canon at this point. Yeah. Like, I like that yeah. our version of him has sort of ended up in not exactly the same place, but, like, I don't feel like any of the changes that we've made to him are unjustified by his canon character arc. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm just proud of us for that. Cool. Um, <laughs> so he goes off to the Ravenclaw common room. I imagine things go largely the same. There's a Death Eater there. He takes her out easily. McGonagall shows up. No, wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, McGonagall would have showed up anyway because she would have known that yeah. there's Death Eaters and been out looking for them. Yeah. Okay, it's time to prepare the castle. Neville's like, I know that there's a diadem. Mm -hmm. He hasn't seen it like Harry has inside the room of requirement. We're going to have to solve this problem. (laughs) Okay, right. Room of requirement. So far, he's only used it for Dumbledore's army base. Yes. Um, Sorry, Potter's army. So he's never used it to, like, drop Mm -hmm. lost things in there. Okay. This is a problem. So he's going to have to maybe talk to Fred and George. If he gets that riddle where it's like, where would lost things go? If you have to ask, you'll never know if you need, if, but if you know, you need only ask. What's he's like, from? I was a good kid. I, that's, that's no, from the it? books. Or maybe it's from the movie. Yeah. Does he go to talk to Ravenclaw's ghost? Harry definitely does that, but why? Yeah. He's like, where's Ravenclaw's diadem? Tell me. Because Luna is like, no one in living memory has seen it. Okay. Living memory. We have to ask someone who's dead. Okay. So he goes and gets the story of the bloody Baron and Ravenclaw's diadem. Yep. Then she's like, it was hidden in Albania. And Mm. he's like, okay, well, that's how Voldemort found it. And then Voldemort brought it to Hogwarts. And where did he hide it? Yeah. Now this is... Now what? This is what deviates us because we've established that Neville doesn't relate to Voldemort. (laughs) So Harry is able to picture what Voldemort would do and how he would think about the room requirements, stuff like that, as a special Mm -hmm. place that only he knows about. So, of course, he would hide a Horcrux there. Neville just doesn't have that. (laughs) He doesn't. Okay. So maybe instead of Harry's special connection with Voldemort, maybe Neville goes to what's his greatest strength, the people around him. Yeah. And he goes to everyone who, like, he's connected to as part of Potter's army and everyone who's showing up to fight. And he's like, here's what I'm looking for. It's this diadem. Mm -hmm. Has anyone seen anything like this anywhere in the castle? Slash... If you had to hide this somewhere in the castle, where would you hide it? And he brainstorms with the group. And Fred and George land on room of requirement. This is where I would hide something. Yeah. 
And he's like, that's a great idea. Let's look in the room for Quaifman. That's probably the only way that he's going to figure that out. Yeah. That's kind of a desperate move, but I feel like at this point, the idea of we need to keep the Horcrux hunt a secret is over. Mm -hmm. Because it was all about Voldemort not realizing that the Horcruxes are in danger. He knows that now. Yeah. So shout it to the hills. Everybody can know. Yeah. Voldemort's got Horcruxes. We've got to destroy them. There's no point keeping that a secret. Yeah. Okay. So everybody out of the room of requirement. I feel like Harry, not Harry, Hermione and Ginny have fucked off at this point to get basilisk fangs. Yeah. So that's happening. While Neville and Luna are focused on this diadem. So... Do Hermione and Ginny get together? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Maybe. (laughs) I feel like I'm... I was pretty sold on Ginny and Dean, but I also like Dean and Seamus, so... I'm just thinking of like, oh yeah, Ron and Hermione go down to the Chamber of Secrets to get Basilisk Fangs and yeah. that's where they have their first kiss. I don't feel like Ginny and Hermione <laughs> make out. That seems like a wild ride. No, no. <laughs> I think it's, it, we would have had to have built that earlier. We had hints that maybe Ginny had a crush on Hermione earlier, but then Hermione very clearly went for Ron and then that although, ended badly. Although, <laughs> okay. that is the exact dynamic of George and Angela who get married. Please. Please no. <laughs> My brother died. The person I love died. Let's make out. I hate it. Stop. <laughs> yeah, we're not getting Ginny and Hermione together. It's gross. Okay. Suck on that, JK. It's bad. <laughs> so they go down, get Basilisk Fangs, take out the cup. That's good. That's one I can cross off my list. Done. Neville pulls everybody out of the room of requirement. Oh, yeah. At this point, it's like they've already done the okay everybody evacuate the castle and everybody evacuates mm-hmm. through the room of requirement right that's already happening yes because everyone's yep. rallying together okay yeah so i feel like it takes longer to figure out where the diadem is mm-hmm. blah 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 but we're probably still going to get the confrontation with draco Lovely. vincent vincent draco crab and coil Lovely yeah. crab and coil fuck wow it'd be good if i could refer to everyone in a uniform way <laughs> Okay, Hermione and Ginny come back. We've destroyed the cup. It's great. Pebble's like, we've figured out where the diadem is. It's in the room of requirement. Everybody's gone now. Okay, here we go. Room of lost things. Split up. Let's find the diadem. It's going to be such a big search. (laughs) It's going to be such a search because Harry kind of knew where it was. Yeah. They could be in here for hours. (laughs) Ooh. And like, how quickly does it start to burn down because of what, is it Goyle does? Yeah. Goyle. No, it's crab. Crab dies. Okay. Okay. Here's a possible solution for this. And this is a stretch. This is such a stretch. But Malfoy shows up, has his confrontation with Neville. Yeah. I don't think we've really established that Malfoy and Neville have this massive enmity thing going on like Harry and Draco do. No. That's just not the way of it. There's regular people who don't like each other. (laughs) They're just regular rivals. And I think we've established that Draco was shaken to his core by the death of Ron. Mm -hmm. And, like, Mm -hmm. has had a much rougher time of things than canon Malfoy. Okay. Maybe Neville is able to talk him around and being like, if you can just help me with this one thing, it will redeem everything you've ever done. Yeah. Okay. If we can get Neville to be like, I need to find this one thing, and if that happens, I can defeat Voldemort and you'll be free, I think maybe we can get Malfoy to swap sides and be like, I know where that is, because I've spent years in here, and then Crab turns, and then the fire, and then blah blah blah. Okay, so... Or, or, if that's too much of a stretch, 
it doesn't fucking matter because yeah. Crab sets the fire and the diadem gets destroyed. <laughs> Either way, the whole room gets destroyed. Yeah. I think you've got something to it there. I just have to ask if Crab and Goyle are going to be as lenient to that as well or if they're 100% on the Death Eater train. Because if they're 100% on the Death Eater train, which it seems like they are in canon, mm. they're not just going to let Malfoy get away with it. They're going to be like, come on, Malfoy, don't be such a fucking pussy. Like, yeah. Let's take out these blood traders. And... We haven't put in the work to justify mm. them changing sides. So that's not so going to happen. I don't think so. I think Malfoy desperately wants to change sides. I think he wants that even in canon. He's just too terrified and doesn't have the right opportunity. He's not going to do it in front of those two as well. So yeah, it doesn't matter anyway because the whole place goes up in flames. Yeah. Do they still have Good the enough. flying skills to get out and to grab the rest of them and get out or not? Ginny is there. Yeah. I think Ginny is able to save Neville and Hermione. Yeah. Are they able to save? I, I think. <laughs> this is so too bad, so sad for the rest. <laughs> They did. <laughs> I tried to save them, but we didn't allow that. Yeah, I think, like, Neville makes a proper impassioned attempt to, mm-hmm. like, give Malfoy one final chance for redemption. I think he fails at that test. He's like, no, fuck you, I'm taking you in. And then there's the little confrontation with Crab, and Crab sets the massive fire. Neville just basically runs for it. Ginny is able to find brooms mm-hmm. and, like, get brooms to Hermione and... Neville? Yeah. Is Luna here as well? No, she's not. No. Okay. Luna's gone off to help prepare to fight, I guess. At some point we lost track of her. (laughs) Those three definitely get out. I don't think Neville has the confidence on a broom to be like, let's swoop around and try and get to Malfoy and Mm. Goyle. Yeah. Like, Harry can do that because he has the skill to pull it off. Neville just doesn't. Yeah, I imagine Neville's actually on the same broom as Ginny. Yeah. And Hermione's tailing behind them. And, like, it's going to be a close thing to get two mediocre, at best, flyers out of there. Yeah. I'd say Hermione's a mediocre flyer. I'd say Neville's just not a flyer. (laughs) Yeah, I think he's poor. I think he's a poor Poor flyer. flyer. So I think, like, Ginny is the one who saves him. Mm -hmm. Okay, so they make it out of the room. (laughs) Too bad, so sad, Malfoy, Crabbe, and Goyle. They did. R.I.P. Pull one out there. <laughs> R.I.P. in peace. <laughs> okay. But I feel like Neville is like, well, <laughs> that's the diadem gone. <laughs> oh my god. They also know that Malfoy was indirectly responsible for Ron's death, so they might yeah. be too hung up about it. No. I. They were never particularly close to him, yeah. so it's not a huge tragedy. Okay. Oh my god. Wow, that was brutal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we've dealt with the mini boss. Time to go take out Voldemort. So, okay, this is going to be interesting because we've fucked up. Yeah. No, it's okay. Bellatrix was the one who killed Dumbledore. All right. So now he's now he's like this is it. <sighs> Only yeah. Horcrux left is Nagini. So at this point in canon, the battle has broken out, and I think this is the point at which Voldemort's like, we can take a break for an hour, or does that happen after he kills Snape? I think that's um, right before he kills Snape. No, it's after, because Harry uses that pause to go and look at the prince's memories. Okay, so... So it's full-on battle at this point. It's war everywhere. They have the invisibility cloak, they've got to make it through. Neville knows where Voldemort is because of his mind connection to him. They go to the Shrieking Shack. Voldemort's there with Bellatrix. He's like, you killed Dumbledore. You're the master of the Elder Wand. She's dead now. Yeah, she did. 
There's no like, oh my god, take my memories, Mr. Potter. She does <laughs> that's, none of that's happening. She's just dead. It's like, well, we've learned nothing from this. <laughs> so, okay. how does how does Neville learn that he needs to die to save the world? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, let's talk about this because Dumbledore knows that. In canon, he left that information with Snape, knowing Snape would pass it along. Mm-hmm. What did our Dumbledore do? Well, he left his will with the three, with the order adults. So Minerva. Mm-hmm. So maybe Minerva is the answer to their problem. Maybe it's Lily or James or Remus. Are we still having Remus is dead? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. People, he dies in the battle. We haven't changed anything to save him, so. Sad. And Fred. I don't think Dumbledore would have told Lily or James because, like, they lost their son. Mm. There's no way that they're going to be fine with this boy dying. Okay, so he tells Minerva. But Minerva's the same. She's, like, dedicated her life to the youth. I don't think she's going to be like, it's good and fine to kill this boy. Okay, so who is he going to tell? Maybe... I don't know. I don't know how Dumbledore gets Neville this information. Maybe Neville comes up with it on his own. This is fucking brutal. But maybe Neville's like, okay, he's seen that. Oh, okay. Wow. Sorry. This is going to be really grim. Neville has seen that Voldemort has Nagini in this protective barrier thing. And Voldemort is not going to let her out unless he is absolutely certain that he's won. So. Okay. When Voldemort does his big announcement, you have one hour to hand over Neville Longbottom. Mm-hmm. Neville's like, this is how we do it. Oh. I go and let him kill me. And then when he's certain that he's won, you kill the snake and you kill him. That's true. He would do that. He would do that. That's 100% that's, what he would that's do. That's the winning strategy. <sighs> and because I feel like... We've always established that Neville is someone that works with people that relies on the people around him that trusts the people Mm -hmm. around him to get the job done that's what he would do oh it's so sad it's so (laughs) sad it's even it's kind of more brutal than what harry does but here's the key difference i don't think neville quietly says a word to hermione and Ginny. i think neville stands up on a table in the middle of the great hall and makes an announcement oh my god i know the way to kill voldemort kill the snake then kill him yeah and I feel like that's what he tells to everybody. And then he just walks out. Is the sword... Where's the sword at this point? It's with the goblins at yeah. thing. So I think... Okay, maybe... Okay, so maybe it's not like kill the snake, then kill him. Yeah. No, well... They've got the basilisk got the fangs. fangs. So, so maybe they pass out the basilisk fangs to specific people. Few, yes. Select few, including Hermione, Ginny, like key members of the Order of the Phoenix, Lily, James, yeah. blah, blah, blah. They're like, here's how it has to be destroy the snake using this fang yeah like it won't be guarded once i've you know thrown voldemort off his rhythm Um, (laughs) kill the snake then kill voldemort then he's just a man and you can kill him yeah okay i feel like that's what he does yeah i agree i 100 percent agree that's what he does (laughs) and that's so sad and brutal and amazing so so it's so brutal and it's so cool that we made a version of Neville that does this and it works. Yeah. Because he he's fully resigned to the fact like I'm going to die today, but I'm going to mm. make sure that I have everything set up to succeed and he yeah. feel I reckon he would feel so zen about it. He would be like mm. I've been preparing for this my whole life. 
Like, I've been told my whole life that I'll be the one to take down Voldemort, but it'll be the choice that I make and the the mm-hmm. friends that I made that will help me take down Voldemort. And it's like, yeah. oh my God, I'm going to cry. It'll, <laughs> it'll be, it'll, it's my connection to the people around me that are going to take him down. And it's oh. the sacrifice that I make that takes him down, not like me casting some killing curse. Wow, this is And I feel like his connection to Luna as well has helped him become very zen about this. Like, they have a really beautiful final meeting before he marches off to his grave. Because he got the little locked box as well with the stone in it. Yeah, he's got okay. that. So he's able to see his parents one final time. He's able to see Ron and Harry again. Oh, <laughs> Ouch. Ah. <laughs> oh my god, okay. God, I'm tearing up a little bit. Wow, we've made something really beautiful here, Jim. <laughs> okay, he goes to the forest. Yeah, Neville does his march into the forest, confronts Voldemort, lets Voldemort kill him. I reckon he gives him the finger as he falls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> okay. But then it's going to work out exactly the same because he's the master of the Elder Wand. Yep. So the same thing happens. He meets Dumbledore in the afterlife. He's like, Fuck you, old man. <laughs> Not really. Wait, is the, cl- is the cloak his? Yeah, if James gives him the cloak, the cloak is his. Okay. Fair. Yeah, Done. James gives him the cloak. He's got the stone. He's the master of the Elder Wand. He's the master of death. Yeah. I love okay. that for him. <laughs> wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Cool. Excellent. So he has a very meaningful conversation with Dumbledore. Would it be with Dumbledore or would it be with his um his gran? Yeah, it's with Gran. Of course it's with Gran. Yeah. Because it's just a figment of his imagination, really. Yeah. And the fact that Harry sees Dumbledore is because that's his paternal figure, but I reckon it would be with mm. Gran. Harry had answers that he needed from Dumbledore. Yeah. I don't think Neville needs any more answers from Dumbledore. No. Yeah. So he has a very meaningful conversation with Gran, where Gran's like, I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. You did it. Like, everything that I've ever taught you over your entire life, you did it. You're grown into a wonderful man. Blah, blah, blah. And guess what, Sonny? Yeah. This isn't the end. Like, think about it. Think about it. Use your, use your brain juice. And he does use his brain juice. And he's of like, course. oh, I'm a Horcrux. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and so now that part of me is dead and I'm a normal man. And so is Voldemort as soon as we get the snake. Mm-hmm. So that's right. That's what Harry was supposed to learn from the prince's memories. <laughs> Snape's memories. Yeah. I yeah. forgot about that. Who cares? <laughs> But he's so zen, he's dead now. He's got this um, spiritual grand to talk to him. He's like, he puts it together. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> yeah. He puts together that he's a Horcrux. He has this conversation yeah. with his grand. It's very beautiful. He wakes up pretending to be dead on the forest floor. Voldemort's also fallen down like a fuckboy. <laughs> and now he's like, I'm too scared to go touch this boy. <laughs> Who will I send? Narcissa oh, Malfoy. No. Oh no. <laughs> Oh no. oh no! Her sister's just been killed. I don't think Voldemort was like, "I killed your sister," but Bellatrix is dead and she's not here, so she's gonna go over and be like, "Is Draco alive? Is he up at the castle? What does Neville say?" Oh my god, he lies. He says I yes. I would go. <laughs> this is why I'm a little bit like, maybe it was, maybe it would have been better if he'd managed to turn Malfoy. But that's not what happened. I that's think... not what happened. We established it. We can't go retconning. I think Neville has no choice but to lie. <laughs> that is a truly brutal thing to do. And I think he would do it. Given the Neville that we've created, it's what he would do. He knew it and was like, necessary. The stakes right now, the stakes right now, <laughs> through the fucking roof. 
He just like, lies. He, he just lies. You know, like a liar. <laughs> and I said no. I said yes. You, you know, know, like a like liar. A liar. Oh my god. Oh my god. Of course he does. <laughs> Fucking hell. You gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> Sorry, Narcissa, but like your pain is not the most important thing that's happening right now. Oh wow. Wow. So Hagrid carries him back to the castle. It's not really very emotionally moving because they never really connected as people. <laughs> my god. Oh, that is so brutal. We gotta come back to that. Okay. Yeah, that'll come up later. Fucking hell. So now Voldemort shows up and he does his big speech that's like, I've killed your chosen boy. Um, you all fail to me. This time there's no Neville giving the speech of like, Harry lives on in our hearts or whatever the fuck he says. No, that's Luna. Luna's given that speech. Well, I don't think they even really need a speech because I Neville prepped had them it. for what he's going to do. Yeah. I think... Oh, how funny. Like, like Voldemort's giving this big, like, presumptuous, like, successful speech, and they're all just Waiting. standing there ready. They are stony-faced. Not a fucking peep from the crowd. Certain people are clutching <laughs> basilisk fangs in their sleeves. Everyone's just waiting for the fighting to break back out. They are fucking angry. Well, they don't know that Neville's going to pop back to life, but they're no. just full of rage and grief but and purpose. They've been told. They're like, We're, the yeah. fighting's going to start back up. Someone's going to kill the snake. As soon as the word gets out that they kill the snake, everybody attack Voldemort. We kill him. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Good. So what kicks off the fighting? Because it's not Neville pulling the sword of Gryffindor and killing the snake. Hmm. I think Voldemort just feels that he's losing the crowd and gets nervous. <laughs> like, what happens here? <laughs> well, maybe Narcissa and Lucius are looking in the crowd for their son. And they're calling out Draco, Draco, mm-hmm. where is Draco? <laughs> Would someone have the initiative <laughs> to pretend to be Draco under a hood and try and come out into the crowd and then stab the snake? That is a wild thing. <laughs> Who would do it? I don't know that anyone's thinking that clearly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Don't think so. Don't think so. It's a great idea. Like, I wish I could be right there with you, but I don't think anyone's thought that far ahead. No, okay. So they're just calling out for their son. I think the, what the incident is, is like Voldemort gives his speech. He's losing the crowd. He's getting angry. Either he snaps mm. and attacks and there's just an order of attack. Or yeah. what happens is Hogwarts gates slam open. There's Slughorn and all the reinforcements that he shows up with in the final battle. And that's the moment that the Hogwarts team is just like okay that's it and they just attack does that happen in the books or is that something that jk rowling made up no it happens uh it's it's sort of like one sentence but in the middle of like the battle like there's a moment where slughorn shows up with a bunch of reinforcements and it's implied to be the parents of everyone who stayed behind to fight okay okay yeah it's jk tried to retcon it into like oh it's all the slytherins who left and came back it's not it's just slughorn Okay. Because he was the one who left like a coward. He actually went and felt bad and got reinforcements and came back. Okay. But yeah, it's not like a triumphant return of all the Slytherins. It's just Slughorn. Right. And I reckon someone, maybe Lily or James, just rushes forward with the Basilisk Bang and goes, tries to go for the snake. Yeah. Does anyone pull the, the sword out of the hat? I don't think the hat is a factor. Because that happens because Voldemort is trying to humiliate Neville. Yeah. And I just, that's just not a thing. 
Okay. So I think the sword of Gryffindor is just sort of, it's not really a factor anymore. I think it's important to notice, though, that the sword is a better weapon to kill a snake with than a snake fang. Because if you have to kill a snake with a snake fang, that means you're getting up close and personal with a snake, and that means someone's going to get bitten. you got to get close. So either two or three people are going to get bitten by this snake as they pounce on it with a snake fang, even then they get the snake. But, like, like several people were prepped with the knowledge, like, you have to kill the snake. And I feel like... This is a good moment for Lily and James to mm-hmm. do something cool. They're going to bum rush that snake. Like, if they can work together to take out yeah. that snake, like, in honor of their son, what he died yeah. for. If they die killing the snake, I think that's kind of really cool. Mm-hmm. But I think they won't die because they'll just get bitten. And, like, Arthur got fucking bitten a lot and was managed to survive. If they get bitten mm. a couple of times, they might be able to be saved. Depends what happens. Okay. Yeah. Depends. But I like Lily and James taking out the snake, Nagini. I forgot her name. Yeah. Sorry, I just had the sudden realization that she's a woman. Like, we can't deal with that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay. Too much. Cool. Lily and James kill Nagini. That was for Harry. At this point, I feel like Neville has woken up out of Hagrid's arms. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just everyone's trying to kill Voldemort, right? Yeah. Like, that's what he told them to do. Yeah, does he even need to do anything? <laughs> <laughs> Voldemort's still an accomplished person. Yeah. Like, if Hermione and Ginny are there trying to duel him, and, like, McGonagall's trying to cut in and all that sort of stuff, Mrs. Weasley's there, all the most badass people I can think of. Yeah. Like, it's still going to be a moment when, like, Neville rushes through the crowd, and Voldemort sees him and realises he's alive, and he's like, oh, shit. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Today, I fucked up. <laughs> like, yeah. I still think Neville gets in the final blow i think it's kind of cool if like you said books ago Mm. harry's go-to spell is expelliarmus neville's is protego it's kind of really really dope if neville is able to cast a protego that's so powerful that voldemort's killing curse bounces back on him that's great impossible but great impossible but he's the master of death whatever (laughs) oh yeah if he's the master of death then i suppose maybe possible with the elder wand with the elder wand whatever (laughs) it works with some, either by a team effort or solo effort and team effort combined, Voldemort is defeated. Is this what we're going with? Yes. I can't believe we did it. We did it. <laughs> it genuinely shocks me that this worked out. I know. Let's talk about the epilogue a bit. Let's talk about the end of things. Okay. Okay. How do things end? Oh, Neville. <laughs> Harry's wand got shattered. That never happened to Neville. <laughs> no. <laughs> he just swapped to using his own wand. First thing that happens is the Malfoys find out that Neville lied to them. Yes. What happens? Too bad, so sad, I think. I don't think there's anything that they can really do about it. I think Neville's very no. apologetic. I think they're just going to be absolutely distraught and leave. Yeah, and um, leave. Yeah. I think, like, maybe they cause problems down the line, but also I think they kind of go to prison forever. Like, they didn't do anything yeah. to really redeem themselves. Neville and Luna get together, happy days. I don't think Hermione and Ginny get together. I think maybe Ginny and Dean, like that seems maybe. like where we've landed. Uh, James and Lily, are either of them dead or dying or are we going to save them? I'm I'm happy with both of them dying because I think that's kind of cool. But like, if we're like, oh, medical attention was rushed to the battlefield, like that's fine as well. Which it was. We know it was. Yeah. So we could feasibly save them i think we should save them they've Let's lost so much them. they have <laughs> lost so much they've lost their precious boy yeah they've also i think fred's dead as well that's a bummer oh, yeah, but, like we didn't save him so 
Too bad, so sad. Yeah. Two Weasleys died, but they got Percy back. But Percy comes back in canon anyway, so who cares? <laughs> oh dear. That's really sad. Okay. Is there anything else to wrap up in this part of the story, or do we flash forward to 19 years later? I think we flash forward. Oh, wait, no. Does does Neville um, put the Elder Wand away, or does he keep it? I don't think he keeps it. He has no real lust for power. I think he might no. break it, to be honest. Yeah, I could see him snapping it, too. Yeah. Like, it's wild that Harry in the books didn't snap it. Mm. I guess he was always kind of like, maybe I'll need this again. Yeah. But also, Harry's idea of, I'm going to die undefeated, is kind of undercut by him then becoming an aura like mm-hmm. he assumes that he'll never be disarmed for the rest of his life crazy yeah it says neville just yeah. wants to be a teacher like he yeah. doesn't want to fight people anymore he did his fighting yeah it says harry's done with danger but we know he's not that's why he didn't snap the wand but i think yeah. neville would snap the wand in half skip that stone across the black lake so it falls to the bottom of the fucking lake mm-hmm. and like give the cloak back to james or something like that yeah return the cloak to james destroy the wand lose the yeah. stone 19 years later. 19 years later. Neville is together with Luna. They have their children. Mm-hmm. I guess they name them after their dead friends. That does seem to be the way of things. So Ron and Harry, I guess. Or Ron and Harriet or Roxy and Harriet or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I like Harriet. That's cool. Yeah. But, you know, I hate giving children the names of dead people, so. Maybe not. I feel like if anyone's going to use Ron, it's going to be Ginny. Mm-hmm. Hermione probably met someone at some point. Like, there's no reason to assume that Hermione's alone forever. (laughs) No, maybe Victor Crumb. We don't know. Oh, yeah. I like that for her. (laughs) Quidditch boy. You know what? I don't think Neville becomes a teacher. Not in this universe. I think that so much has happened at Hogwarts and all the memories of losing all those people that he loved. I think he just fucking starts a garden (laughs) and he becomes a fucking herbologist and he just lives in his house with his beautiful garden and his beautiful wife and children and they live in the Mm -hmm. countryside and he sees Luna, like walking along the the river with bare feet with like his two children or whatever and it's just it brings him absolute peace like that's mm. what i think happens for neville that's really beautiful and that makes sense because hogwarts isn't home for neville the way that it was for harry no. because neville had a home and a family and he lost it during all the shit that happened there yeah yeah that's true wow that's sad but like very very true very honest yeah we know that Luna goes on to, like, study magical creatures and stuff. It kind of makes sense if Neville, like, goes on to study magical plants of some kind. Mm-hmm. Maybe he can run, like, a little florist or something. Yeah. Maybe they have, like, a cute little farm and they give out vegetables and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> something yeah, nice. yeah, cottage core. <laughs> something nice for <laughs> They them. can live in a little farm and just be nice and peaceful. 100%. I also very big into the energy of, like, the master of death who spends the rest of his life farming. <laughs> dope love that the cycle of the seasons it's beautiful is there anything else we need to address it is crazy that neville survived this yeah i'm i'm genuinely shocked i really thought that we would get through all of this and maybe we'd probably only get to book three or four two maybe and it's like Mm. you're right the plot armor is so strong i'm so proud of our boy i'm so proud of us we've really done something here today listeners a bit of behind the scenes we did this all in one day (laughs) Uh uh-huh we thought this was going to be one episode. What if Neville was the chosen one? Then we recorded that and we realized we spent an entire episode on one book and it immediately became a seven part miniseries. We've been recording today for about nine yeah, hours yeah. straight. <laughs> Brutal. We've never done this before. I, yeah, I, I'm speechless. 
I've said so many times, like I've made this point before, that I thought Voldemort choosing between Neville and Harry was choosing whether he won or mm-hmm. lost. And he loses to Harry and he wins over Neville. So I was deeply, deeply surprised that Neville managed to make it through to the end of this and defeat Voldemort and get a happy mm-hmm. ending. I was genuinely shocked. There were so many times where I thought he's not going to make it past this. Yeah. I mean, sure, we did put in a lot of like thinking and contrivance to make sure Neville got through the steps, but I think it holds enough credence in the in the laws of the universe and the way that we portrayed Neville's character from what he from the changes that were made. I think mm-hmm. it's plausible. <laughs> yeah, we stretched it, but there was nothing that we said that I felt was completely out of line or broke the universe or was not true to the plot. There were moments where I wanted to rearrange things, like when we lost Ron. Mm -hmm. That was so unexpected. I wanted to just rewrite it into a perfect little corner where Ron survives and everything's fine. But that wasn't fair. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we were always fair to Neville. Yeah. Losing Harry as well. Uh, Yeah, that was really sad. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> until the very end I guess Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've done it <laughs> well I, I've been Jem and uh, you're welcome <laughs> I've been Rhea and what if Hermione Granger was the chosen one let's do it all again boys <laughs> no 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 <laughs> thanks for listening if you want to support us or get in touch, the links to our social media and Patreon are in the show notes. Please feel free to send us so many messages that we go mad and run away to a hut on a rock in the middle of the sea just to avoid them. You'll hear from us again in two weeks' time. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.